choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, what up, what up, what up? It's Kells. I'm back. Um, Thanks for asking. That KMGZ on Twitter. This is episode 251. Damn, I had a good run of doing those good, but sorry, I'm a, um, actually recording a little late today, and I'm a little rushed, so, um, let's just get started. Um, yours and Negritude is going out to, uh, Zendaya for being the, the second, uh, black woman to win in the lead behind Viola Davis, I believe, and the youngest ever, and well-deserved. Um, Euphoria was amazing, it took me and she was amazing in it I didn't know anything about Zendaya I, I didn't I didn't know who she was or where she came from y'all told me she was the Disney kid, I still don't know what y'all was talking about um, you know, but when, when you hear Disney you just don't you attach, not that you, you know, you just attach a certain level of whatever so, you know, I didn't know anything about her but um, she's amazing and she did it she's her performance in, in Euphoria was amazing, and it took me a while to get into that show, it took me like a good 3-4 episodes I've said this before, cause I really y'all, I don't, you know, the whole depression and the, the drug addict stuff that's not for me, I don't really like that, like, you know movies like that, where it's all about being on drugs and being depressed, it's, it's just not for me, I don't, that's not my um, that's not my cup of tea, so the first few episodes, it was just about that I was like, eh, I don't want to see this shit, like, I'm not fitting to watch a whole series about a bunch of fucking junkie kids, right, but it turned out to be so much more than that, and, you know, it really turned out to be a really good, sorry, yo, a really good show, and it's just, you know, uh, uh, um, I'm gonna be real, it was a Gen X show, but it reminded me a lot, so, I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm realizing that, and it makes sense, because, they're, they're, they're the age that would be Gen X's kids, but <clears throat> Gen X and Gen Z have a, a a lot in common, a whole lot in common, and neither one of us have very much in common with the millennials. And I, when I was, cause, and I realized that when I was watching Euphoria, I was like, this is like the Breakfast Club for Gen Z, or this is like um, Pretty in Pink for Gen Z. It's that it's that kind of they're 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 way of life, and their way of looking at, and their, like, rebellious, fuck this shit attitude, that's, that was how, that was, that was how we were, like, if you watch the movies from our time, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you know, those two, any John Houston film, um, you know, Say No Most Fire, any of those movies from, well, Say, Say, Say No Most Fire, I don't know if that was really Gen Z, but Heathers, um, uh, Edward Scissorhands, any of the, any, any of those 90s angst movies, it was very similar to Euphoria, of course it's in, you know, up now, so they're, you know, they're online, and the drugs are a little bit different, but that, it was the same thing, how, you know, you have these kids, and they're, you know, they're kind of on their own, because their parents are kind of doing their own thing, or caught up in their own world, or just don't know how to help them, or don't know how to reach them, and they're out there, you know, trying to make it, and, and, and find their way, and that's what, that's when I really was like, yo, I get it, like, you know, I get this, this is, it felt very familiar to me, right, because it felt kind of, I mean, 
kind of how we came up. I mean, not the drug part, but I mean, for us, it was we we came up in the drug era. I know for my for my co, I can only speak for myself or my you know peer group. We didn't do the drugs, you know, but we knew the people who were selling the drugs. Some of us was the people who were selling the drugs, but either way, it was it was the other side of the coin. Um, but I loved it. I thought it was so good. It took me like a while to get into it. Her performance was amazing when she did with the bipolar and even the drug abuse and um just all the different um characters. Nate, who I really everybody hated Nate, but I kind of had a soft spot for Nate because um you know, he was an asshole, but it just, it, it kind of showed you, I liked that it showed you how guys like that get that way, and it's just, and it's the type of stuff we talk, we talk about toxic masculinity and all of that shit, and how insecure men are, how emotional men are, that's what we talking about, so they showed that how that happens, how, you know, that insecurity, and that just having just a father who's trash, and who's just you know, beats you and abuse you and doesn't teach you anything, it doesn't show you any kind of love and just, how they turn out like that so I had a little, you know everybody hated Nate and Nate was an asshole but like he didn't start out that way, you know what I mean he was a little innocent kid and he just, you know everybody looked at him like, oh you have everything and he didn't and you know, he just turned bitter and mean cause I guess he was like, yo, you know everybody out here, y'all complaining about y'all problems and, and who, who nobody was there for me and my problems though, right you, nobody recognized that I need to help so, I just thought it was a great show I was happy she won um, I wanted her or, or Regina King to win um, I'm glad she did it, and listen, I think that girl, that girl, she's 24 years old and she's amazingly talented she is about to, I think she's about to go on a run like you can't believe, like you've never seen, she's going to be in all kind of shit, because she's very, very talented, um, extremely talented, like, I, she impressed, I, again, I was like, oh, this girl can act, um, so I, you know, I, I look forward to, to, um, to seeing more from her, and, and what she's going to do, because she's, she's, she's amazing, um, okay, moving on, oh, I should have said earlier, too, this, this not going to be long at all, guys, um, it's been a, challenging week for, for me um, rest in peace to Ruth, um, Bader Ginsburg, um look, I know everybody was like they waiting for this episode, and I'm sorry to disappoint y'all I'm not gonna be on here ranting or even, I just can't I can't do it no more, like I ran it for four years straight, I told y'all in 2016 this was gonna happen, I told y'all in 2016 what was on the line, and I told y'all that you blew it, and, and, and we're gonna suffer, and we might need to so, you know, we learn our lesson, because you know, just trying to tell y'all wasn't enough, trying to warn y'all wasn't enough, trying to tell y'all about the past, and don't split the boat, and they just did this in 2000, one enough y'all know everything, you know, so so now you're gonna learn, and I mean, I just don't know what to say, like, I, you know, she's 87 years old, she's old as hell, and, and just in general, and then battling cancer and all that, I was like, this lady not gonna make it, and you know, God bless her, she tried to hold on, but listen, as I've, as I've told y'all on here before, I think the last administration, um, you know, I know, I know y'all love Obama, and I'm not trying to say he didn't do great things, but I think, um, I think they made some grave, grave, grave mistakes, and I think that we are paying for them now, and if democracy falls, some of those decisions that were made may turn out to be key. I've already told y'all, I think he should have warned about the election interference. 
and I think, listen, as, as, as diabolical as it was, that move that Trump and them made, where they got him to, to retire so they can appoint another justice who they bought off, that's a genius move. That's progressive. That is thinking ahead. That is, listen, how do we put what we want to happen into motion instead of sitting back and being passive and just hoping that, you know, institutions won't fail and the shit that Obama was doing. God bless RBG, God bless her, but it shouldn't have been, you know, do you want to retire? It should have been put to her like, listen, this is what's at stake. We don't know we, we don't know what's coming next. These guys are interfering with elections. There's a lot of stuff going on she don't know about. Look, you know, they've already had all these seats to point through Bush and everybody else, we haven't gotten anything um, you know, they blocked it listen, we need you to retire you've served a long time, we appreciate it, it's time for you to, you know go put your feet up and let us have this seat, please, if he'd have done that in his first term she would, there would have been no, she, that justice would have been seated, it's no justification for blocking a president's appointment in their first term, it's not in the second either, but we see what's going on with all this shit I think that was a, I think that was I just think that the Democrats are just, they're passive they don't think ahead, they don't have a war mind, they don't they just keep relying on this goodwill and you know, institutions and protocols and shit that just the other side is just pissing on constantly and I don't know what it's going to take for them to snap out of it, but I just think that was a blunder, I think that was an opportunity and I think we have to start fucking moving with a sense of urgency and like our fuck, like the blade is to our necks because it fucking is, we need to start talking fast and figuring some shit out and trying to fucking, hey, you know, okay look, let's, let's make a deal here cause you know, cause that's where we're at now, and I, and I just think it was a mistake, and I, and you know, I, I think that it's it's, we're about to have a, a 6-3, not just a conservative court, cause the court's been conservative my whole life we're about to, how, about to have a 6-3 extreme right wing evangelical wingnut court, and I, you know gay marriage is on the table, abortion is on the table, if you think it's, listen nothing is settled nothing is settled, so they about to take us back to the 1800s and, um, you know I'm not really sure what we can do about it, I think, I actually think, I, first, I, you know, a lot of people saying pack the courts, pack the courts and that is a suggestion but Joe Biden was like, he's not for that, because that's ridiculous, he was like so that'll just, what do we do, so we put on 30 people, and then, you know, what they're gonna do, they're gonna come back and put on 30 people and he has a, he has a point I, you know, I, I see what he's saying, it could get absurd, and some people are like, well who cares, you know, we want more judges, it's like, yeah, but it could get absurd like, it could be, like, your Supreme Court is 100 judges, like, now you're back to the same ridiculous when you had 9, where it's like it didn't really makes no sense at all, right so, or, you know, it's it's, I, I don't know I don't, I, I don't know which the answer is I think, but I think, I think he's right I think his solution was, look they're gonna ram this justice through we can delay the conference, we can delay the seating or whatever, or, you know, we can, we have mechanisms we can put in place to, to, um, make it not go through prior to the election, and then, if I win, then we'll withdraw that, and then we'll go ahead and let the election, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll appoint who I want to appoint. I think that might be the best thing to do. Um, I think that might be the best route to take, other than, rather than let them seat the, the, the person, and then do a court packing, I, you know, unless, 
I mean, I don't know. It, it, you know, once he went, what they really need to do is they really need to get rid of gerrymandering and electoral college, and that'll and that'll solve a lot of these problems. And I just I don't know what's the best, you know, in the meantime to do for that. So, but I I, I kind of I kind of see what he's saying about you know because the thing about the court packing that people don't know is Roosevelt didn't actually pack the courts he threatened to pack the courts and they got the job done and they stopped blocking his legislation and stopped, you know, started fucking doing what he wanted them to do um, it never actually got done, so we, you know, we don't for myriad of reasons too, but so we don't know what actually would have happened with that, the other thing is um um, that uh, shit, I lost my thought, I'm sorry um, what was I about to say something else about, it, it'll come to me sorry, I, I, I lost my thought um, alright, moving on anyway, I, the point of that is I'm not really sure um, I, I don't know, I can't Just I can't worry about it it's, <laughs> everybody keeps asking what I think about art I don't have any thoughts, I, I don't know I don't know, we're screwed this, this was always a threat I mean, you know, this was on the table in 2016, and we blew it, and now here we are in 2020, you know, at the inevitable, so, I mean, I, what, I don't feel, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what people want me to say, I don't feel a way, like, it's, we just screwed now, we just have to see, we have to let them, let them make the move they're gonna make, you know, try to do whatever we can to hold it up, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't, and then once they're in there, you know, oh, this is what I was gonna say, um, the court has always been conservative, that's one thing, but these people that they're putting on the court now, are, are, they, you know, they're not, they're people who are not even respected in the legal field, have not litigated any cases, and have these crazy, you know, points of view, and don't respect jurors, they don't have any respect for the law, they're just in their ideological nuts, trying to bring their Bible prophecies to, you know, to, to fruition, and what I think is gonna happen, is, the court is going to lose legitimacy. If 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 Trump gets this pick, and he picks one of these clowns, he's naming Tom Cotton or Tom Cruise or uh, Tom Cruise, um, Ted Cruz or whoever these people who we know ain't got no goddamn business on the Supreme Court, and we know they're going to be in there trying to do some fuckery. The court is going to lose legitimacy, and that's going to be interesting because listen, the Supreme Court they send they send down their rulings and you know the states are supposed to adjust and that's supposed to be the supreme law, supreme law of the land and everybody's supposed to respect it but if you send down a decision you know and I'm just going to make this up but it might might be too off you know we repealing the 14th amendment or you know black people don't have the same rights as everybody else or you know all this shit that they always trying to undo you hand down a decision like that people going to start ignoring you okay certain states and certain locales are going to be like, okay, well, we're not doing that, and then it's, it's, that's it, and that's what, that's another thing that, um, worked for Roosevelt, because Roosevelt basically, um, was like, yeah, I'm going to pack the court, and it'll lose legitimacy, because it'll be ridiculous, and that was another thing, and that's a real thing, and, you know, I kind of feel like that might happen, because, you know, there's a famous, and he's a terrible president, but there is, there is a president, a precedent for ignoring, um, the Supreme Court, Andrew Jackson, I forgot what ruling it was, it was a while ago now, we know Andrew Jackson's a terrible president, but a, a ruling came down from the Supreme Court, and he ain't like it, and he wanted to do what he wanted to do, and he said, the court has made their ruling, now let them enforce it, 
And basically what that meant was, okay, cool, I heard your little ruling. However, you're just a court, and you and you had a ruling. You don't have no power. Your power only rests in whether or not I respect your decision, and I don't, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. So what are you going to do? And it could get to that. It could get to that. And I think that's what... Um, these articles that are being written that I happen to agree with about how this could all backfire on the Republicans trying to ram this through and get this done and hold on to this power. This could backfire because you could, you could do make it so ridiculous that people are like, okay, well that's that, you know, Supreme Court's a joke now, we're not, you know, we're, we're not gonna worry about them anymore, and then states will, you know, start changing their legislation, or they'll find ways around to do what they want to do, rather than taking it up to the Supreme Court, which is gonna be a monkey court, and you know, if you're sitting on the court, if you're the Chief Justice of the court, that might be a worry for you, you know, the niggas don't take y'all serious no more, like, ah, alright, whatever, man, y'all got a bunch of clowns up there, you know, a bunch of religious nuts bags up there, just doing stupid shit, and you know, there goes the Supreme Court, and you know, I don't know what happens after that, so, you know, it's a lot with that, I don't really have anything to say, I, I'm just gonna vote, um, I think everybody's gonna vote, I think everybody's gonna come vote in person, I think people see the mail gig, um, jig, I've said before, I think that, you know, we, look, Trump is dumb, everybody around him is dumb, they're not smart at all, and I think, you know, they probably Googled or somebody told them, oh, black people, the older blacks and Joe Biden's constituency, they vote through mail, you know, they do absentee, and so they're bound to determine that if they just stop the mail, then, you know, that's gonna stop those votes coming in, I just don't think they understand that black people are used to these fucking voting shenanigans, and it's not just black people, actually, I've been telling y'all since 2018, people have been coming out in the midterms, they were out in the snow, sleet, rain, hail, they didn't care, not everybody, everybody was out in the line, waiting, people are early voting, I don't, I, I think the only people who are gonna be trying to send shit in through the mails are old white people who probably voting for Trump, and they can't go out sitting in them lines because they fucking blood pressure is high and they got eczema. You know how them fucking fat, unhealthy ass, COVID-ridden people be, right? And actually, by the time November come around, these other people that have been out partying with the wretched, they might gonna be, you know, that second wave of COVID or, or first extended wave or whatever, gonna take a lot of them out. So, I, I think, I don't think that, I, they're counting on this close election that's gonna come down to counting some, some Gore v. Bush thing, and I just think they're mistaken, I, I don't, I don't think that it's gonna be close at all, I, I don't think it's gonna come down to counting at all, so they're gonna, what's gonna have to happen is you're gonna have to do some jack move, you're gonna have to try to, you know, as the whole map goes blue, you're gonna have to, you know, you're gonna try to claim that it's a fraud, and people gonna be like, okay, fraud based on what? Because these aren't mail-in voting results, these are votes, these are results coming straight in from the polls, these ain't, we haven't even started counting the mailing yet, or the absentee yet, we don't need to, because we already seen you lo- losing from the people who just showed up so and that's what I'm saying, I don't think I, you know, I don't think it's going to work, because I don't think the patience is going to be there, I think you know, it's going to be so egregious that you know, listen n- all these Trump dick suckers there are people in this government who are going to understand that this motherfucker is not gonna make it, and we and and Joe Biden and his administration are coming in, and we gonna have to deal with them. And I listen, I put up with this fool for four years, but I'm not not about to give up my 35, 25, 40 year pension, uh, government pension, breaking laws and rules for this motherfucker. He done been voted out. 
I'm not doing that shit, you know what I'm saying, before, I had to do it before, cause these clowns was all up in here, taking over our website and doing all shit, but he done lost the election now, and Joe Biden, who's lawfully elected, is telling me to, to give him these paperwork, to hold this and do that, and that's what I'm gonna do, cause you ain't finna fuck up my pension, I, I, I just think that's what's gonna happen, I think that's why I keep saying, people talking about he's not gonna leave office, the, he, he, the office leaves him, he doesn't leave the office, yeah, he, he can, you know, file lawsuits or whatever he wants to do, but I just think that when he loses, when he loses, and people see that he has lost, and you know, it's, it's clear that he has lost, because all these swing states done turn blue, or, you know, all the regular stuff, whatever, even the states that he won last time, he ain't, he ain't winning this time, and we can already tell that, that, you know, Joe Biden is on, on track to win, that changes things, because now it's like, now you a lame duck, and yeah, you could do stuff under lame duck, but again, that now you want people, you know, all the shit you're doing now, people gonna be like, eh, you about to be out, bro, and, and honestly, not just out, you about to be indicted and in jail, we ain't got to do shit you say no more, right? and you know, if you want to press the issue, go ahead, because Mr. Joe Biden over here, ain't, he ain't no rookie, and I'm sure he's been prepared for this, and I'm sure I can just call over there and be like, hey, this is what they doing, what you want me to do, you know, um, yeah, so, you know, we're gonna see, but that's, that's all I have to say about that, I, I, you know, I don't, and again, everything I said, I could be wrong, it could be real close, I just don't see it happening, it doesn't, none of the data matches, and the blue wave has been waving since 2018, I don't care what Fox News say, I don't care what these Twitter folks say, they, they've been wrong all along, the data has been there, all you have to do is look at it, and it's obvious what's going on here, I mean, they said, um, they, Joe and them raised a record-breaking number in just the 48 hours since Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, because people was like, okay, oh, y'all need some more money, here you go, we gave, you know, y'all need some more, and Trump is out of money, he ain't been able to raise shit, so, um, the writing's on the wall, and, you know, I don't know, that's all I got, I hope, I don't, I, I hope y'all ain't come here to feel better, I mean, cause I don't, I ain't got it, I'm just sitting here, I'm just like y'all, like, whatever's gonna come, all, this is all I'm gonna say, whatever's gonna come, it's gonna come, and I know some of y'all talking about I'm about to get out this country, and I, I, you know, God bless, God bless y'all, I don't know where y'all gonna go, but they're not running me out of my country, I, you know, my ancestors made they stand here, and I'll make my stand here too, cause it ain't nowhere else to go, and I ain't trying to be a foreigner in a foreign land, I, you know, I'm not, I put in all my work here, I, I, all my ancestors is here, all my, all my life is here, I'm not trying to go to some other country, and, and, you know, be treated like shit, at least, at least here, I know what's what, I know where I could go, alright, they gonna treat me, oh, over there, they gonna treat me like some, some shit, but I can come here, I can go, I can be in Philly, I can be in New York, and I'm gonna be good, you know, I know where my people at, you know, I know, I know where my roots are, I'm not gonna be in some other place, just a stranger in a strange land, gotta start all over, and no, I'm not doing that, y'all doing it, God bless, I get it, but, you're not running me out, you know, if, you, you're not, um, you know, my, my ancestors and everything worked too hard, and, 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 you know, gave too much blood for, for, for us to be where we are right now, and it's not their fault, you know, that we, we were lazy and complacent and trifling, well, it might be their fault, because they raised some of us, but just, you know, lazy and complacent and trifling, and got so fucking ahead of ourselves that we lost common sense, and, and a lot of us, our heads are in the clouds, and our feet are not on the ground, because we are doing dumb shit, and we saying dumb shit, and we falling down behind these white people, and we still saying stupid shit, like both are the same, and I'm not gonna vote, and all this whole not stupid 
ass African American Studies 101 shit, that shit sound great in the book, however in real life it don't work, okay um, none of y'all are fighting a revolution, y'all are scared to bust grapes, no, y'all don't even know how to shoot guns y'all barely know how to fist fight so I really just don't know what, you, what all y'all be talking about, um, there might be a revolution to come, but it ain't gonna be fought by y'all, um trust me, cause I'm a marine and I know how to fight and I, and, I, and I know that y'all do not so I'm ready to bust shots at any time but I'm not gonna be the only one and I'm not following y'all nowhere and I'm not marching behind y'all nowhere and y'all can't even wear y'all fucking masks and stay in the house for seven months so I know you can't follow fucking orders and I hate to have to kill you in the field but that's, that's what would happen cause you ain't gonna get me killed bitching and whining and complaining and thinking shit is negotiable when it's follow orders and shut the fuck up, which none of y'all seem to be able to do so, um yeah, that's all I got to say on that, rest in peace, um, you know we lost a great one, I don't, I don't I'm not gonna address, uh, you know, listen she didn't have any black law clerks, we get it, none of them really do um, the law I'm here to tell you, is still very privileged still very white, um it's, it's still and anybody, any black attorney is, will, is not surprised and can tell you a story, we're not represented in the firms, we're not represented in the clerkships, we're barely represented in the companies um, you know, some of us who do work in these companies don't necessarily work in legal roles or not like counsel roles, we might work in legal but not necessarily counsel roles so I mean, it's just, it is what it is um, yes we'd like to change it, yes it needs to be mentioned but to be saying that her legacy doesn't matter because of it, yeah, you know, I, I think y'all kind of don't know what y'all talking about. Um, all right, I've talked on that way too long. Um, what else? I, I, I forgot to mention um, Cardi's divorce last week. God bless her. I don't have nothing to say. I, you know, I, I kind of was, I mean, you know, I think everybody pretty much figured that it wasn't going to last last, but I kind of was rooting for them because I honestly, I think, you know, I I don't know, Offset gave to me that he really cared about her, he just gave me he was immature and not ready for marriage, and he just gives me, you know, not used to having a girl like that, you know, some dudes, they get money, you know, before they got money, they didn't get girls, period, then they get money, they get a certain kind of girl, and, you know, not somebody like Cardi, who's, you know, independent and a star her, uh, in her own, and makes her own moves, and it's not really you know, not, not stupid, you know, like I said, y'all think Cardi's stupid, she's not pressed, you know what I mean, she can have anybody, you know, any, anybody would press up on Cardi, but, you know, she gave it a shot with you, y'all had the kid or whatever, she got married, cause she was like, you know, have a kid, listen, I'm not, nobody is surprised, but I, you know, I was kind of rooting for you, dude, I was hoping you would get it together, but I'm not surprised, cause you gave me immature, when all that, when y'all broke up, getting your friends, that are coming up on the stage, holding the I love you signs, that's, that's middle school shit, that's the shit that like 12 year olds do, and I was like, son, you are grown ass man, this is very immature, why are you doing this, you know, you need, y'all need to sit and talk, and you need to change your fucking behavior, that's what you need to do, all this performative bullshit, that's what n- niggas who have not been raised to be accountable do, you know, and, and, and you know, that's kid, shit little kids do, like, and you, your mama, I could, I don't know, he just, to me, he gives me immature, he gives me, you know, y'all gotta stop raising your, your, your sons to, to, um, just not be accountable, whatever they wanna do, or, you know, a boy is a boy, a man, a man, y'all gotta stop that, because, um, the women out here, you know, the quality women, anyway, 
They're not putting up with it no more because they don't need they don't need you to have a house, a roof over their head. They don't need you to have a life. They more educated than y'all. They got more money than y'all. And niggas come a dime a dozen. I know y'all think y'all special, but y'all not. Women from the time they're 13 on, um, dodging dick daily. You know, multiple dicks. So, um, you know, I just I feel like he was in over his head. Um, and you know. Sorry about it, but, you know, Cardi's gonna be alright, he'll be alright too, um, you know, maybe next time, you know, he gets somebody else like that, if he's lucky, he'll, uh, you know, treat her better. Um, I wanna give a shout out to Miss Tina, and her corny jokes, um, thing, when she shaded Beyonce on the Twitter, <laughs> that shit was funny, uh, she, you know, she sent out the, um, Miss Tina sent out, you know, I don't know, the email or whatever, she has this gala every year in Texas, I don't know what it's for, but I know every year she has some kind of charity gala from down where she's from, and she got all her celebrity friends to, like, do the, <laughs> the, uh, video, and Beyonce got on there, like, looking at, <laughs> in, like, a hoodie, and just not looking, <laughs> I mean, she looked, you know, just alright, but she looked like she had been around the house, and, <laughs> and Miss Tina called her, and left the voicemail, she was like, I'm sorry to leave a voicemail, and I know you busy, she was like, but, um, can you do that again, and get us some lighting, and put some lipstick on, this is the Gallagher, you do, you look at this, I just thought it was so funny, cause Miss Tina was like, look, I know you Beyonce, and that superstar and all that, but, um, girl, don't be doing my video looking all fucking raggedy, I need you to put your makeup on and get us a fucking lighting and do the goddamn thing, that's, I just thought it was funny cause your parents don't give a fuck about you being no Beyonce, about you being no goddamn superstar about you none of that shit, girl this is for the gala, down to uh, down to the church, and I told them you was gonna make a video, I need you to make a video looking like Beyonce, I don't know what this shit is, do it again <laughs> that shit just tickled me, I was like Miss Tina was like, nah girl, nah that ain't gonna do it, your stupid ass stands might go up for that shit, but not me <laughs> that shit tickled me um, I, um Lovecraft Country every week I big this show up, it's so amazing, I love it the acting is amazing, the writing is amazing, every week it, it takes me on adventure, this is why I don't it's fine that I don't know what's going on and I don't need to read the book because I like to be t- every week this ep- those episodes they take you on an adventure and I like to be taken I like to be led away and let me see what they're gonna do and let me see what it's gonna be and let me see what's what, what what's gonna be revealed and I love it I think it's I, I just love it and this last episode they went to Korea and I also like how they don't drag shit out right so the thing about what went on with Tick and Korea and who the lady was on the phone I was like okay they gonna drag this shit out over the whole episode and you know what I mean over the whole series or maybe several series till we found out nope very next week we found out who the who the Asian lady was so I like that I like I, that's why I like the chapter way they do it like I said every week it's a running story but every week is a different chapter and it focuses on a different character but it's all part of the whole that's part of why I like it, because this week that they went, and they showed what happened when Tick was in Korea, and it was oh my god, the um Asian lady who played who played the um the the lady that he was involved with over there amazing she did a great ass job she acted her fucking ass off um, it was, that the episode was like a little movie inside the city, like you could have that whole episode was just like a movie into itself you know what I mean, it had a beginning, it had an end it had a plot, and you saw everything that happened, 
and it, it it was just it was amazing. Like you have to, I don't want to give it away, but you, it it was amazing. If you haven't seen it yet, I loved it. I was like, wow, this show is is great. So we figured out what happened in Korea and who the lady on the phone is, and and it's just the show is amazing. If you haven't seen it yet or you haven't gotten into it, please watch it. It is so good. Lovecraft Country on HBO comes on Sundays at nine. It is it, it's one of the best shows. Uh, I've ever seen, and I think one of the best that HBO's um, done. It's 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 amazing. And I saved this last part for last. I'm not gonna say too much, but I did want to address it. So I watched Antebellum. Now, before I watched Antebellum, I saw all these critics and critiques and think pieces, and I didn't read any of them because I just don't read them shits generally. But I also just don't read reviews on movies. Um, you know, I I, I, I want to watch it for myself, like if I read and it has a bad review, I don't care, I'm still going to watch it, I might not agree with your review, or if it has a good review you know what I mean, I might not like it, whatever so I didn't read any of them but, um, I did see another review on Lovecraft Country and it was on Lovecraft Country and it was on Antebellum, the same review, so I read it by accident, because I, th- I was reading about Lovecraft Craft Country I didn't agree with her view on love, I was like whoever wrote this is some fucking super woke ass, I don't know who, but I don't know what show they watching, but it ain't whatever they writing about is some bullshit and it ain't about this show, I didn't agree with it at all, um, and then I saw what they said about Antebellum but I didn't have no opinion because I also hadn't seen the movie, but I was doubting it because of what they wrote about Lovecraft, listen these fucking blue checks and, and woke warriors is writing these you know these the root writers and all these you know these these new woke nigga writers look I feel like they just write these think pieces ahead of time with the little points they want to make about slavery and trauma porn and no more black porn and brutal and all this old dumb ass shit that I'm sorry I don't want to hear it it's a fucking movie if you don't want to see if you don't want to watch the movie don't watch it but it don't you know the, the creator made the, the content person made the movie they wanted to make they made the message they wanted to make they said what they wanted to say or didn't say what they didn't want to say and that's their prerogative, they ain't gotta write the movie you wanna write they ain't gotta present it the way you wanna present it they ain't gotta hit the points you wanted to hit if you don't wanna see slave movies then just don't fucking watch it but shut the fuck up about it right, because y'all again, it's been like five whole movies about slavery and the whole history of movies and people right now are trying to rewrite the shit and talk about we was indentured servants because people don't know nothing about slavery because it ain't been enough study or or written or wrote about it, they don't even teach you in school no more, but whatever I'm not gonna go down that that rant, anyway uh, it's on Amazon Antebellum is I watched it I liked the movie I liked it was it the best movie I ever saw? No. But it was interesting, and, and, and it kept me, when the twist, so it's like, a, um, it's from, it's, it's from, um, Jordan Peele, who did, who did Get Out, and it's a lot like Get Out. Now, I'm a caveat, I saw Get, Get Out, I liked Get Out, I didn't like it as much as you guys, so I thought you, I thought y'all was doing a whole lot with Get Out, it's a genius, it's this, it's that, I didn't think it was all that, I thought it was a really good movie I thought it was suspenseful, I thought it was scary, or, or you know, thrilling or whatever, and when the plot came although I knew, I, you know, I think the plot took a little long, and um, you could f- kind of figure it out, but when it came, I was like, cool, you know I just wanted to see how it was gonna play out 
I didn't think it was like super great like y'all did. I didn't, you know, again, it was a bunch of think pieces and people was jumping out the window. Oh, they showed up him picking the cotton seed. I was like, I don't think, I don't, I think y'all doing too much with it. I don't really think that was it. I think it was just what he showed. I think it was not that deep. When he talked about it, he was like, yeah, I was, you know, influenced by Nightmare on Elm Street and all these other stuff. And I was like, that's what I thought. It was a good movie. It's a good thriller. It's a good, you know, plot twist, scary movie. And I liked it. I didn't think it was all of that. I felt the same way about Antebellum. I thought it was a good plot twist, scary movie, and I liked it. I thought it was a little clever, and it was funny because um, one of the things that she said in the review, first of all, the movie was a horror movie, okay? People kept saying, we tired of slave movies. We tired of race movies. It was a race movie, and I'll, I'll, I'll um, elaborate on that in a minute, but it was not a slavery movie, and that's what when, that's what I'm saying, it's like y'all write these think pieces already up, if you watch Nancy Bell, or you watch it, slavery is in the plot, but it is not a slave movie, that's not, that's not what the movie is about, I don't want to give it away, because I know a lot of people haven't seen it yet, but it's not a slavery movie, slavery plays a part in it, it's a part of the plot, but it's not a movie about slavery, I'll just say that, okay, um, it's a, it's a horror movie, it's meant to be scary, it's meant to, to, to make you think, it's, it's, it's a get out type, it's a get out, uh, um, uh, um, what's the other one Jordan did, the, that I really think was that great, the one with Nelson George and, um, Lupita Nyong'o, um, Us, Us, that one, which I didn't, I thought Us was stupid, but whatever, it was along that line, right, it was, it was it was very much like those. If you saw those two movies, go into Antebellum like that. That's the kind of movie it is. Um, but it was funny when I was watching it because similar to when I was watching The Sixth Sense many many years ago, the person who I was watching The Sixth Sense with was picking up on the little things that indicated that there was going to be a twist. But you know, but. I just remember, I just, I just remember being annoyed because he kept saying stuff like, "Oh, he's got the same suit on," or "Why it's like they can't see him? It's like he know how come every time he's in the room it's cold." Like he was saying little stuff that was keying you in to what was going on. But at the time, we're trying to watch the movie, we ain't know a twist was coming. It was like, "Shut up, nigga, shut up." They ain't gonna do the movie, right? So it was funny. So it was stuff like that when I was watching Antebellum. I was picking up on little things. I was like, "Wait a minute, why this?" I I, I, I hope we all don't get this away. But it was just one part again, I told y'all, you know, you've seen the previews, you see that at some point they're on the plantation, right, so Janelle Monet is on this, and Janelle Monet was really good in this movie, by the way, um, she was excellent in it, actually, it's kind of dope, um, she's on this plantation, and they're on a plantation, and they're picking cotton, and they're like super slow, and I was like, yo, so I'm in the back, I got this stupid ass review in the back of my head, so I'm like, is this what it's going, because the girl was saying, the girl in the, in the, was writing the reviews, saying it was all these plot holes, and, 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 and it wasn't, when I finally saw the movie, I was like, nah girl, it wasn't plot holes, you just wasn't getting it, you didn't get the movie, or you didn't see the whole, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't a plot hole, but when I was watching it, I had that in the back of my mind, so I'm like, yo, they picking cotton, man, slow, what kind of slaves is that, I was like, y'all not gonna get y'all 500 pounds, y'all better pick cotton faster, I just kept saying that, I was like, they picking cotton way slow, but nobody was saying that, like, none of the, the, none of the, um, it was a lot of stuff that was off, I was like, why is there a confederate flag, there would have been no, there was no confederate flag back in the civil war, every, um, unit had the flag of their unit, or their, nine times out of ten, their state, right, so the flag of Northern Virginia had the Virginia flag, the, uh, Mississippi, I missed, there was no confederate actual flag, right, 
as a battle flag. So I noticed that. It was different things with the uniform. It was just stuff that was I was noticing that I thought was off. And I was kept saying it. And then later, when the plot twist came, I was like, oh, okay. But it was similar to, it just made me think, it was similar to what Old Boy was doing when watching The Sixth Sense. And so, when I saw the movie, I was like, yo, I don't know what movie review she was writing, but, and none of the, all these critiques keep talking about how it's a movie without a message, and it's, it's a race movie. And I'm like, actually, and y'all, when y'all watch this movie, black people, you'll see, it is a movie about race, and there is a message in there about race, it ain't just, it might just not be what your white people are recognizing, or something that y'all pick up on, or it might be going up over y'all heads, the same way all this Trump racism for the past four years, that we've been telling y'all, it's not about economic this, and not about that, it's just about racism, the same way that shit's going over your head, this movie might have went over your head, cause it is a race movie, but it ain't about, it's not about black people, and it's not about um, it's about white people, it's about white people, and their racism, and it's it's a lot of the shit that's going on now, and how they behave, and and how they might behave if this election don't go the way we want it to go, it's about white people, it is about race, um, that's all I'll say, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm, I know y'all seen the preview, so I know it's a twist, and y'all know that some of it takes part in the future, some of it takes part in the past, you can tell that from the previews, um, but when, you, when I, there's, there's this one part in the movie, I want to say about halfway through, where you, you, again, you're watching it, and you know something, like, there's a scene in the beginning where Janelle Monet is doing this thing in a cab, I'm not gonna tell you what she's doing, and I kept saying, why is she doing it, it was weird, it's like, why is she doing that, and then the way people, she's reacting to people, people reacting to her, some of the conversations that they're having, that's the other thing, I was like, well, I won't say that, because I might give it away, but I, it was just little things I was noticing that were weird, and I was like, okay, what is this about to be, like, is this really terrible, like she's saying, like, it really got these plot holes or what, and then you get to this point, where you realize what's happening, there's something that happens, and you realize what's going on, and and at that moment, I was like, everything clicked, and I was like, oh, I get it, okay, all right, oh, that's why, and then that's why, oh, and then that's why, like, it's like that, everything will start, you'll start figuring out all the shit that you thought was weird will make sense, just like Get Out, all the shit, like, why is he running like that, why they weird, why old girl crying and, and getting paused like that, and you real when you realize what, what it is, now it all makes sense, Annabelle was just like that, and that's how you need to watch the movie, all these motherfuckers watching the movie talking about, oh, we need the real depictions of slavery, this is not a movie about slavery, this ain't, the purpose of this movie is not to depict slavery, that's not what the movie is about at all, that's, again, that's a setting, it's a plot in there, but it's a plot for a reason, and it's not, it's not roots, in other words, this movie is not roots, it's not trying to give you slavery, it's not, that's not what the point of this movie is, the point, that's not what the message, or the, or the main point of this movie is at all, and I just think it's funny, because a lot of the people that are writing these fucking stupid-ass reviews, and these stupid-ass, um, think pieces, are the kind of people that would find themselves in that situation in that movie, that's all I'm gonna say y'all the exact ones so it's funny to me because if that movie is really about white people and, and it's not about it's not about slavery at all but um, 
so you know, watch it, it's a good movie if you don't like it, I don't have a problem with people not liking the movie if you don't like it, you don't like it, but I'm like people don't like it because of you don't like the movie, but people are writing these reviews and saying all the shit about some movie that's not even presented, I'm like that's not what the movie is about that's not what it's about, what are you talking about it's not a plot hole, because that's not what the plot is if you pay attention and you see what's going on you re- it's not a plot hole it's at all, that's like saying that's like saying if you watch Get Out um, the part about like, and I mean there's some inference you have to make an inference, right, so that's like saying oh, remember at the beginning to Get Out, when they snatch dude off the street, and then you don't see dude no more, it'd be like saying, oh that's a plot hole they, they, we never found out what happened to the dude on the street, well if you watch the movie it's, it's inferred what happened to the dude on the street, even though you never find out what happened to him, that was a key letting you know what was going on those are things, the things like that in the movie there are, there are keys that you don't get, and you might not understand until you figure out what's going on and again, Janelle Monet was great Janelle Monet was great in that movie, and once you figure out what's going on, and then you see what it is that she's been doing, and why she's been doing certain things it's dope, it's really dope and um, you know, I thought it was good I thought, I would watch it again, I thought it was good, I didn't think it was, you know it's on the it's on the line with Get Out to Me, where it wasn't like great, you know, earth shattering all this shit, but it was good, and she was really good in it. And I think if you watch it in that vein, and you watch it for what it is, I enjoyed it. I I was tickled as shit when I figured out what what was really going on. I was tickled as shit because I was like, oh, I knew it because I noticed. It was just like all this little stuff that I noticed, and I was like, hi, I got. Oh, I, I thought that you know, I liked it. Um, don't read the reviews you ain't gotta like the movie, like, you might like it, you might watch it and not like it, that's cool, I, you know, I ain't, but I'm just saying, I, I think, P, P, I, all this shit I'm reading is about some other movie, it's not about Antebellum, I think Antebellum is a, is a horror movie, it's a, it's a fiction, it's a, it's in the vein of Get Out, it's like Get Out, it's like The Sixth Sense, it's like Us, it's like that, it's some Jordan Peele movies, where it's creepy, what's going on, shit is weird, and then there'll be a twist, and then you'll, and then you'll figure out, oh, and then everything will make sense, that's basically what it is, now, if you don't like the plot, cool, if you don't like that, you know, they was tricking you or whatever, cool, but all that other nonsense y'all talking about, it ain't got nothing to do with the movie, and I just don't know what y'all talking about, and and y'all sound dumb, and maybe like you didn't watch the whole movie, because it's not a plot hole, because you didn't get it, you missed it, sis, if you, that wasn't a plot hole, that was done for a reason, so, yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. It, it, I thought it was good, I thought it was interesting, it kept me interested the whole time, because I was trying to figure out what was going on, um, what's her name, Gabrielle Sidibe was in it, <sighs> look, Gabrielle Sidibe, God bless, I get it, I'm a big girl, I'm, I'm happy being big, I still get men, I get it, but she be doing the goddamn most, y'all think, I, she be doing the goddamn, we get it girl, you big, you get dick, you like dick, we get it, you just be doing too much, it's too much, it's overcompensating, and it just, it was trying, it was trying to come off as funny, but it just wasn't to me, I was like, okay girl, relax, um, but other than that, it was good, and the end was amazing, um, and I enjoyed it, you know, I thought, I think it was, I, I think, um, the way Prime does it, it'd be like $20 for a little bit, and then, that's how the Invisible Man was, and then after that, you can like rent it for less, or then I think it just comes on regular, so if you want to wait for it to come on regular or whatever, that's cool, but it was a good movie, I enjoyed it, it wasn't great, it wasn't earth shattering, but it damn sure wasn't all these fucking stupid shit these people writing about, and it did have a message, it did speak about race, um, 
I don't know what, I, I read something about what the director said they were trying to show, I don't know what they were trying to show, but I know what I got out of it, and I thought it was good, and, you know, I think, I think it's funny that the white people and the super wokes who perform blackness for the white people missed the entire point of what that movie was about, because I think it was pretty obvious, I think it was pretty on point, I think it was very germane to what's going on today, and what we see in today, and how these crackers is acting right now, and continue to act under their racist ass president, and um, you know, I, I think, I think it was, I think it was, I think it was dope, so, yeah, check it out if you can, um, if you wanna wait till it's free, that's cool, um, and yeah, yeah, that's all, I don't have nothing else to say, I told y'all I can't keep talking about Trump, everybody vote, we have to, he has to be defeated overwhelmingly, it can't, you know, I don't think it's gonna get down to a count, that's what they counting on, a close eking out election, I don't think that's what's gonna happen, I think he's gonna get blown out of water, everybody go and vote in person, don't count on the mail, or drop your ballot, if you have an early ballot, go drop it off by hand, so you ain't gotta worry about the post office, because we see what they doing, um, and, you know, take chicken, take comfortable, you know, shoes or whatever, and, you know, do what you gotta do, but we gotta get this motherfucker out of here, or we dead, um, alright, um, yeah, uh, I, I got, I'm waiting, I'm gonna wait till it comes out to let y'all know, but I did a guest on another podcast, um, Snobby Girl, um, on Twitter, um, that'll be dropping soon, I'll let y'all know when, um, so I haven't been on podcast in a minute, um, I haven't been doing guests, and I haven't had guests on here, <laughs> um, because I, I, I'm gonna do, I don't, so I told you before, I don't like when people have guests on podcast, only like when you have a guest on podcast, and they stay within the theme of the podcast, right, so you bring a guest on, and y'all just talk about what y'all are normally gonna talk about, I don't like when people bring guests on, and it's to talk about their shit, or they wanna have a special episode, okay, we have a so-and-so on, let's talk about their book, like, I don't wanna do that, like, I don't listen to his podcast to hear this dude and his book, like, if I wanna go look at his book, so, I don't really, that's, that's like my pet peeve on podcasts, I listen to the podcast because I want to hear the host, I want to hear y'all banter, I want to hear y'all talk, I want to hear y'all go through the stuff y'all go through, if y'all want to have a guest on there, cool, but have the guest follow y'all's format, I don't want no special episode of, you know, you bringing somebody on to talk about their shit, that's just me, um, and so that's why I've been hesitant to have guests, because I want to, I'm only going to bring a guest on that can follow me in, in what I'm going to be saying, right? Um, I mean, if you got something to plug, cool, but, you know, we're not gonna, uh, detour from the regular scheduled program for guests, that's just me, so that's why I haven't, that's why I haven't been really having them when I said I was, I changed my mind about it, cause I was like, eh, um, yeah, so, um, that's it, thanks for listening, thanks for asking, sorry it's a little rushed this week, but it's been a rough week, um, busy week, not rough, but just busy, you know, um, it's a lot, it's a lot going on, uh, a lot of people is in, uh, some news dropped this week, and it's just, it's a lot going on, a lot of people in the tizzy, got a lot of federal, um, uh, in, not indictments, but, like, federal cases that, you know, they need legal backup on, they need certain shit, and different agencies are sending subpoenas and all kind of shit, so, it's, it's, it, it's been rough, um, yeah, so, thanks for listening, thanks for asking, um, I'm Kells at KMGZ on Twitter, Genghis Kells on Instagram, um, thanks for asking, podcast at gmail.com, if you want to email, but it's easier, hit me on Instagram, or hit me on Twitter, um, I'm everywhere you can find podcasts, except for Tidal, so, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, um, all that good stuff, 
and thanks for listening, like me, rate me on Apple, tell your friends, my listeners go up every week, I appreciate it, I appreciate y'all, um, thanks for listening, God bless, good night.